Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And as always, I am Michael Sherlock, your host. And this month, we have a very fun series. I know I say that every month, but I love every series that we have. This one we call The Magic of Marketing. And what you're going to find out is it's really not magic. It's really just good planning. (laughs) And my guest today has a lot of different perspectives on this. So let me give you a little bit about his background. And then we're going to talk a lot about his brand new book. So my guest is Jeff Hahn. He's principal of Tex Hahn Media, Inc., And he's the owner of this company, which is a holding company of communication and marketing agencies, including Han Public Communications, Predictive Media Network, White Lion Interactive, and Apron Food and Beverage PR. So the Texas Han family of agencies provides communication and marketing services to clients focused on the essentials of life, food, water, energy, and health and infrastructure. And by the way, one of his clients is Whataburger. And uh, if you've never had one, (laughs) you need to have one. Every time I go to Texas, I grab one. (laughs) He purchased Tate Austin in December of 2007 from Kerry Tate. But since this time, and this is why you know he's an expert, he has helped guide the agency through two economic downturns, (laughs) plus one crazy pandemic, and in the process tripled its size and its billing. And today, Texan is a 35-person, $9.4 million annual revenue agency. So joining me, oh, and by the way, he's also the author of a new book, and I'm going to make sure that he shows it for the video version of this, called Breaking Bad News. (laughs) When Breaking Bad was one of my favorite shows, but I know it doesn't have to do the same thing. But Jeff, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Michael. Great to be with you. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to pick your brain on so many things. So, you know, I gave a little intro, but I know that there's more to the story always. So tell us a little bit about you, your company, a little bit about your book, but we'll dive more into the book as we go along and tell us specifically how you help your clients to shock their potential. Well, I sure appreciate the opportunity to, to think out loud with you on that subject. My own background really is uh, not in the marketing arena. Instead, I grew up inside of corporate communications. I spent 15 years at Motorola in the semiconductor business. And in that space, you are almost like in a pressure cooker of engineers and the engineering culture. And that culture really shaped the way I look at communications. While I was part of the company, I had it was just amazing experience. First of all, because during that time, Motorola was uh, fabulous and uh, growing like crazy. It had invented the cell phone, for example. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and in the early analog days, a cell phone uh, had released a continuously successful versions of it. So the company was growing terrifically. Um, at its peak, it was around 120,000 people, nearly $50 billion. Uh, and I was in it for that ride. So all, 
amazing growth and then the investment in people through training and development. I, re- I got a su- super immersion into that, but it was the engineering culture that shaped my outlook and, and the way that I think about marketing, not necessarily as a creative explosion. You just got to get the right idea and all of a sudden everything is happy. Instead, what I think (laughs) that culture did for me was introduce the idea of systems. And so I'm a systems thinker now. And I think about the most esoteric subjects in terms of systems, like cogs in a machine. How does this part of a system work? How does this particular idea fit into a system? And that's really the essence of my book too, Breaking Bad News. Crisis communication is often viewed as a dark art. And a lot of marketers want nothing to do with crisis. (laughs) It is uh, uh, too pressure cooker. It is just way too strange of a beast. Um, But I look at crisis communication, just like I look at other marketing activities, including campaign design, as a system. And if you work the system, you, in fact, can... Uh, succeed even in the most difficult of conversations. And that's really driven my perspective as I've grown our agency. Um, it is a systems view, a um, more of a mechanical engineering <laughs> perspective, uh, even though that's not my background at all. I'm a <laughs> communications guy, um, but it really was an impressive and immersive part of my upbringing as a professional. Jeff, so many notes that I just took while you were writing, and it's and it's also totally in line with why I called this series the magic of marketing. Because oftentimes people think that marketing is some you know magical you know creative uh, you know explosion, like you said, you know of brilliance that you go, oh, and now we will unleash this to the world and sales will ensue. But marketing is a very strategic, very yes. systems driven way to grow your business, your product, your message. And, um, and it's really important that people see that. In fact, it's interesting to me, you know, just with my company right now, now I have enough people to put the systems in place because otherwise when I was trying to do all the systems, I just, I couldn't do it. I need eight people to make me work. (laughs) Actually, I probably need 34 like you have, but it's so brilliant that you say this too, because I think on crisis communication, we either think that it's some dark art or we think it's you know something like Olivia Pope that we've seen on TV that you know is just going to handle the crisis and and kind of maneuver the message. But even behind that, there's yeah, it might be a little bit of you know smoke and mirrors in television, but there's still a process. Who you communicate with, what you say, how you handle stress, how you handle the questions, and if you don't handle them the right way, that crisis can really harm a company and harm their image. But if you handle it correctly. You can, you can survive a lot of storms. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And the system idea, um, you, it's good to imagine it like a toolbox. And inside your, I've got a system for managing crisis communication. That means if I look inside that toolbox, I've got a set of tools that I can use. If I use those tools in a sequence that makes sense uh, and uh, choose, uh, make my decisions using those tools, I'm bound to come with a good outcome. I'll have a good outcome because 
the system really does work. And you've got, as long as you process through and not get so overwhelmed by all of the things that could in fact go wrong, all of the, uh, the noise in the space, et cetera. And I think for agency owners, especially marketing uh, professionals, there's a tendency to get overwhelmed by a lot of noise. So mm -hmm. I use this philosophy, by the way, even in running my own agency. I use to, to run this agency, I use the McKinsey 7S system. And that McKinsey 7S is a, it's a one slide diagram that if you work that system and are genuine to it, you can move yourself through all of the major decisions that hinge together from strategy to systems to um, staffing, style, that's the cultural part of the McKinsey 7S. And right in the center is shared values. So we talk a lot about all of these things, but the McKinsey 7S as a systems diagram uh, puts it all together in one place and allows you as a owner or a marketer, as you're imagining a campaign, a place to start. And mm -hmm. I just keep coming back to that model. And same, I just I'll swing back to Breaking Bad News. Breaking Bad News is a toolbox full of models. Mm -hmm. uh, I've perfected those over the past 30 years of doing crisis communications work. I love it. And, you know, um, you think about crisis communications isn't always because something's bad either. You know, I think we associate crisis with always bad, but sometimes crisis is, oh my gosh, my company has tripled in size overnight <laughs> and we can't, we can't output. You know, uh, you know, I think about, um, you know, places that all of a sudden get, you know, a, one of the, you know, morning television shows to, you know, promote their product. You know, like I love Good Morning America and they have these deals and steals. So they'll have, you know, some brand new person and we were going to save their business. And so they put them up there. Well, all of a sudden their orders far surpass their, you know, their inventory. Capacity, that's, yeah. a, that's a kind of crisis. How do you handle that when you've gotten too much success and you have to let some people down or you have to set realistic expectations? Yes. It, it can be very overwhelming for people in those situations. And you're right. If they can just stop, breathe, Oh, and say, okay, where do I start? Get into the toolbox and follow the process, then they can gain control again. Yeah, exactly. And even I think uh, the best coaching programs that I've attended, Win Without Pitching, for example, um, for marketers, especially agency owners, the pitch is a, is a part of our life. We have to go and sell ourselves uh, on a regular basis. But in Win Without Pitching, you learn the system of the sale. And I've just continued to find these magical systems along my career and say, aha, that's one that I feel like is really proven. I'm never going to let it go. And you, uh, over time, you just collect this group of systems, this group of models. They really serve you well. And that's especially true in uh, marketing. Like, for example, Oh, I guess it's uh, it's been 15, maybe more years, but around 15 years since the PESO model was invented for integrated marketing communications, paid, earned, social, and owned. Mm -hmm. uh, well, PESO is a fantastic little model. That's a system that allows us to think rationally about how it is that we're going to balance the spend on uh, paid versus 
your own traffic versus your social, you know, it's a, a, a wonderful way for you to think about how it is that you take on even the design of a campaign. I, I often imagine uh, and think about an experience, I should say, um, what is the most terrifying moment for a marketer, especially <laughs> doing promotional work. And that is the moment where you're by yourself and you have to look at a blank sheet of paper <laughs> and start to design a campaign. Yep. Golly, there's just so many, there's a million thoughts flooding in. A good system uh, helps you rationalize that and start to put pieces into place. You know, because I've been in sales and marketing my entire career, I'm always paying attention to commercials. And, and to your point, sometimes I'm like, what was that person thinking to come up with that commercial? And other times I'm like, oh my God, where did they get, that is amazing. What were they thinking? Same question, different model. But um, to me, it's interesting when you see an advertising campaign, for instance, that is wonderful, makes me laugh. I love it. I'll watch it over and over again. But then I cannot tell you who the product was about. I can't uh, tell you the right. name of it. I, you know, and we just had one of these, my husband and I actually watched a couple times uh, this weekend and uh, I'll tell you it afterwards. So we're not, you know, tattling on anybody, but honestly, we got done and we were laughing. We were rewinding it. We rewound it, watched it, laughed, sang to the, to the thing. And after like the fifth time, my husband goes, wait, what, what company was that? And I went, I have no idea. I have no idea, which tells me that, yes, it's creative and wonderful, but there is a system that's missed because the system would test it out and see, okay, yeah, people like it, but do they remember who the product was? You know, and if you don't follow those systems, you can have the greatest idea, but it's not going to drive results for you. Yeah, exactly. Missing a call to action, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> An important part of a, of a design system. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I, I run into that same thing. I'm a big college football fan. And um, the upside of that, of course, is it's it's wonderful and exciting to be in the culture of the different universities. I, I get a kick out of that. But the downside is because you're only watching a few channels all during the fall, you see the same commercials, yes. same TV commercials a thousand times. And you do, it's sort of like, oh yeah, I know exactly how this one's gonna end and what it's for. Then there are others, I think, this commercial is so annoying. I have no idea even who it's for, <laughs> uh, but I'm not gonna listen. Where's the remote? I'm changing the channel. <laughs> they do, they miss that, miss the call to action or the relevance to me, the college football fan. It's in a- yeah. uh, really interesting as you sit back and diagnose, um, okay, now how do I apply what I just observed about my own aggravation to my work to make sure I don't do it too? <laughs> right. And that's true. And so I think you're absolutely right. You're, you're following a system. And I think we mentioned it, you know, kind of a little bit at the beginning, but um, I think that it really bears, you know, repeating. And I know we'll get into it a little bit after uh, the commercial about when we talk more about, um, you know, your, your top tips for this, but I think it bears repeating that, that systems don't have to collide or interfere with your creativity. Um, they actually can help you unleash it. And it was interesting because I, I was on somebody else's podcast a few weeks ago and I was telling her how, um, you know, as my podcast has grown, uh, so now we're doing five days a week of shows in order for me to do this, I tape during one week a month. 
And I do that because then this week, which is this week, I have my head in one space. It doesn't mean I'm not doing other things, but 90% of my mental space this week is all on making sure that these podcasts are great. And that allows me uh, to make this really good. But before I did this, I've been doing this now for five months where I've been batching. Before that, I'd have podcast interviews in and out and all over through my day. I might have you know, three a week, I might have seven a week, I might have one a week, but I could never focus on it to make sure it was as good as it should have been because I was distracted by other things. And the system that I put in place, you know, her question to me was, well, I know, but that's a system. How can you, you know, doesn't that stifle your creativity? And my point back to her was, this has given me more creativity than I've ever had before by being focused. Yeah, absolutely. And when you do it, um, when you are immersed in systems thinking, just like with your podcast batch work, it allows you to see something that you otherwise cannot, and that is patterns. And uh, pattern sighting, pattern spotting allows, that is now you're at work at the subconscious level that a marketer needs to penetrate in order to be successful. So it's the pattern seeking, pattern spotting that makes the difference. When you have a system, that's the door that it unlocks. It unlocks the opportunity for you to actually see patterns. I love it. Well, we're going to take a quick break, Jeff, and we will be right back. Solopreneurs and small businesses often struggle to create effective digital marketing programs. It's hard to know where to start, what to prioritize, how to sift through confusing information and solutions that seem too good to be true. Agencies and full-time marketing employees are also expensive. And Marketing You is a modern marketing course with all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your business without that extra set of hands or high overhead costs. At And Marketing You, you will learn exactly what you need to do to execute a concrete marketing strategy by dedicating just two to four hours per week. And Marketing You will help you to execute strategy, messaging, content marketing, SEO, social media, paid digital advertising, and more. You'll have access to on-demand resources, live courses, group coaching sessions, community forums, and networking, plus the exact templates and tools you need for success. I took this course myself, and one of the greatest benefits we gained was learning to develop a competitive strategy that aligned our social media playbook and website to generate highly qualified leads. For all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your small business at a fraction of the cost of hiring a traditional agency or additional employee, go to www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. Again, that's www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. And use the code SHOCK to receive 10% off of any program. Well, we have been talking with Jeff Hahn, who is not only uh, a master marketer, but he is also author of his new book that is called Breaking Bad News. And I and I believe, Jeff, it's, what's the tagline? 12, what's the, the second? In fact, hold it up so everybody can see yep. it if they're watching the video version. It's 12 Essential Crisis Communication Tools. Excellent. Isn't it fun? When, is this your first book? My first published book, yes. Ah, yes. I've written it's, others, but uh, uh, for clients. This one's for yeah. me. 
it took me, <laughs> it took me seven years to ride it. So that's sort of the old cobbler's uh, shoes analogy that applies to an agency person. You yeah, can write other little... people's stuff all the time, but it takes you a while to get to your own. <laughs> you need some little fairies to come in at night and write all the books for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, Breaking Bad News is really, um, it's a wonderful system of tools. I've over the years created a number of mental models that, um, and there's a guy, Charlie Munger. Have you heard Charlie Munger? I've heard of him, name? yes. Yeah, uh -huh. Warren Buffett's partner. Yes, that's and why I knew that name. Charlie is the, he is the evangelist of mental models. I followed him for many, many years. And um, it was inside of his wisdom that I said, hey, I've got a whole set of mental models I use in high pressure, short fuse situations. And these allow me to take a step back, to uh, guide a client and consult with a client uh, to take a breath and say, okay, uh, we've got a train wreck on our hands. Here's how we manage ourselves into a reputation train wreck. We um, do these five things in this sequence using these tools. And that's where, that's the, the uh, innards of Breaking Bad News is a model that shows you the sequence for, to use and the tools within which each sequence I love it. Well, so then what are your top tips in, and maybe you want to have them be in relation to your book or breaking bad news, but I'm asking everybody to share their top tips to help people become more effective in their marketing for themselves or for their business. So you take it from what direction that you, you think is most poignant for us right now. Yeah. I'll talk a little bit about the breaking bad news model because I think it has some general application. Uh, and the first step when responding to a reputation crisis is to assemble a team. And so mm -hmm. isn't it true for even promotion and promotional campaigns? We need a team of people, each with their distinctive roles to play. Mm -hmm. In my experience now working crisis communication for clients for three decades, this is the step that most clients get wrong. Mm. It's the most difficult thing for them to do is assemble the right team for a particular task or particular crisis. And from that point on, the second big step in the Breaking Bad News model is uh, to establish an intent. Mm. We use a device called the holding statement, but um, establishing an intent on the promotion side is like, um, you probably heard the term marketing by objectives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me where you want me to go. Don't tell me how I'm going to get there. I'll right. figure that out. But um, as a team now, let's set a, a goal or a direction that we're going to head. You know, in the, I, I spent four years in the military, in the Air Force, and um, the military thinking, of course, is simply to set a target. Um, this is your mission. Take that hill. Those are the kinds of things we often overlook in our marketing work. We forget to um, take that step of setting a very clear North Star out in front of us. And that's mm -hmm. the second part of the Breaking Bad News model. There's three others. And those include uh, what I refer to as my 3M sequence. Message, mm -hmm. messenger, and then mm -hmm. the method of delivery. I'll take those one at a time. What's the central idea that we need to convey in a marketing campaign? Now that can be super complicated to get at. I'm working with a client right now that it's taken us three months of conversation 
to mm. boil down the simple message of what they want to achieve into one sentence. Yeah. And uh, if you can't get there, you don't have a message that can be received by the intended audience. So message is really tough. That is um, <laughs> uh, one of the most difficult things. And I guess probably for me, uh, everybody's got their own secret superpower. That's the one I'm best at. I have this unique ability to boil 10,000 words down to 10. Wow. And all marketers need that. If they are not yeah. it themselves, they need that on their team. Yeah. How do we get to the essence of the message? Messenger is just as powerful, isn't it? We need a messenger yeah. that can convey uh, in a crisis situation, you need someone fast on their feet someone who's uh, cool under fire. And that's mm -hmm. a really unique unicorn. Uh, yes, that's it a is. really unique talent. Um, yes. Same for us. When we think about on the promotion side of marketing, our messenger is just as important as our message because credibility comes from that particular person or character that you design as your messenger. Yes. And then finally, method of delivery. My final uh, 3M uh, sequence method is so important because um, you may have heard that Marshall McLuhan quote, famous Marshall McLuhan quote, the media is the message. <laughs> do I turn to TV? Do I use social media? Do I use yeah. radio? Do I use out of home, over the top, et cetera? Well, whatever you choose, it by itself is the message. It's part yes. of the, it's part of you're conveying something. For example, if you design a marketing campaign that is uh, only for Hulu viewers, mm -hmm. well, guess who's not a Hulu viewer? All of <laughs> these of people. people, all of those people, et cetera. You just made the medium part of your message. Right. And so the method of delivery and how you select to put the word out to, to move your message into the marketplace is a super important part of the sequence, part of the system. And using those uh, five components, you can work yourself through a really good marketing campaign. You can work yourself through a really bad crisis situation. And that's the system I've invented from a crisis standpoint through Breaking Bad News. And you're right, this absolutely applies for breaking bad news as well as just your, you know, your corporate message, your vision, you know, your, your sounding board. And I, it's interesting as you're talking because my team now has finally, you know, we are now taking some of these steps. I think we're, we're almost to the boiled down one sentence to your point. I was laughing yeah. as you were saying that because this time last year, uh, my company message was vastly different because at that point in time, 95% of my business income came from me getting on an airplane to go speak and train around the world. That had to change. <laughs> right, your world changed. <laughs> that had to change. So now, now we have this B2B structure and a B2C structure within our app where we're going directly to consumers, you know, that want to consume kind of training that we offer. And so we've got two messages, so we're boiling it down. But what's been really interesting is I'm finally with my team getting to where I have people that own parts of the, uh, of the method. So I have somebody who owns our Twitter, um, you know, within my company and how they manage Twitter and how it aligns to how Twitter consumes and how, what we're trying to do and not trying to have every medium be approached the same way, because that was easy at the time. It didn't get us, it didn't hurt us, but it didn't get us a lot of traction. 
And now as we break off to have someone own the Facebook interaction and somebody, I still own the LinkedIn interaction for my side, but have somebody who you know owns it from our LinkedIn business page. And boy, now that we've done that, you know, just even that alone, our traffic to our LinkedIn page, business page has gone so substantial. I can't believe how it's growing when we have the right message for the right medium. And um, so whether it's crisis or not, you know, understanding that each of these elements operate like different animals, you can still be trying to achieve the same end goal, storming your hill, but how you get there is going to be different by the medium. Precisely. And those particular mediums that you talked about each have their own peculiar eccentricities. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have to have an expert for each of those, it seems like. Mm -hmm. I just ran a LinkedIn campaign for myself with the book. And boy, was my eyes open. I thought, oh, yeah, I'll just start posting (laughs) content. People are going to love it. They'll start linking in. Absolutely not. What a dumb idea that was. Um, I picked the wrong medium for my message. And so now I'm in 2021, I'm recalibrating saying, hmm, what's the best way for an author to post more content? Uh, And I think the answer is going to be for me to actually use that platform called Medium, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a very Mm -hmm. different place than LinkedIn. Yep. Yep. I just found that. My team just found that for me too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, we have a page now. It's terrific. Yeah. And so uh, I'm adjusting. I'm uh, thinking about those uh, particular or different platforms. The expertise you need to take advantage of each of them is really mind boggling. Yeah, it is. And I appreciate what you said too, Jeff, because um, it's, I had somebody ask me last year, sometime in the middle of 2020, and they said, you know, a lot of times with what you do, whether you're on your podcast or a live feed or whatever, you're, you're, you're highlighting where you've gone wrong. Why do you keep saying what you've done wrong? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm not ashamed of it. If I found something that didn't go right and I'm saying, hey, this is what I'm learning and I'm trying to share this with my followers, why? I don't want to be sitting here going, well, I know everything absolutely perfect. I do it perfect every time I w- roll out of bed, just the sun is shining every day. <laughs> like, That's not reality. We screw up a lot. Well, the other part of the problem is if you'd like your episodes to be two or three hours long, then I'll be happy to tell you all the things I've done wrong. um, It really is a profession where frog kissing is the art. You you do a lot of that. And once in a while you hit it and it's great. The frog turns into a prince. But I think one of the lessons I've learned in my 30 years of marketing and communications is how valuable persistence is. Mm-hmm. Those who continue to practice the craft with a lot of optimism, curiosity, and persistence are the ones that are ultimately successful. Yeah. And They're, the ones who don't wrap their ego in whether or not it's the frog turns into a prince on the first kiss. Exactly right. You know what? You might get a prince on that first one. And uh, that's a wonderful thing. The rest of your career is <laughs> downhill from there. Um <laughs> Uh, but if you stay with it, you'll uh, begin to appreciate, you begin to appreciate the fact that uh, those moments come uh, and finding them is a terrific thing. But the, the real work, the real magic of marketing uh, is in the longevity, 
the the appreciation of the craft uh, it's all it's like a you know we're on a bit of a sacred mission here mm-hmm. try to help the brands that we believe are doing good in the world Yes, absolutely. I love it, Jeff. Thank you. This is great. We'll have all of your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody can't wait and they want to look you up right now, um, what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah, find me really easily on breakingbadnewsbook.com. That's the first best place. And then you'll get taken to my, the other agency brand uh, that I run uh, if you'd like to go see those links. But Breaking Bad News Book is the best place to start. Excellent. Well, before we go, Jeff, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? It's the, <laughs> it's the question. Uh, one of the models in Breaking Bad News is the, the reporter interview. And it's the question that you've asked that's in every reporter interview, if you're ever doing a media interview, anything else you want to add? And it's the <laughs> one question that um, uh, people always mess up. But if they mm-hmm. do it well, they uh, they really get themselves a good quote. And I guess this would be the one for me. Um, systems thinking trumps creative thought. Um, and maybe that's not the best way to say it, but systems thinking trumps that creative spark or explosion, that one-time Yahtzee. Um, that, that would be my encouragement is allow yourself to think in terms of systems and you'll find creative thoughts inside of them rather than waiting for that one uh, lightning strike. You don't have to do that. You can work your way towards it. And that's a really important part of, I think, the magic you talk about, Michael, which is mm-hmm. marketing is work. And you can work your way towards those magical moments. Uh, adopt a systems approach. You will have yourself a lot of success. Excellent. Jeff, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you as a guest today. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for having me on. I can't wait to hear this. And I thank all of your listeners as well. It's going to be fun to listen to the rest of the podcast that you have coming up. I can't wait. I've got some great ones. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.